Hello and good afternoon, everybody. This is QB Sneak on the Built in Buffalo Network. I'm Mike Shimbersky. You can catch me on the pregame show and here, obviously. Uh, with me, as always, I have my co host, Addison Shumagala. Each week on QB Sneak, what we do is we break down the quarterback play between Josh Allen and the opposing quarterback of who we just played and the upcoming game uh, for the next week. We do have quite a bit to cover uh, because there's actually been two games since we since we last spoke to you guys, and that's just because of Thanksgiving. Happy Turkey Day to everybody. Uh, and Addison, he's our stats guy. He's going to jump right into it. Uh, we're probably going to go right with the Browns um, and uh, and then move on from there. All right. Thanks, Mike. Uh, happy Thanksgiving to you as well and your family. I uh, hope it was a great holiday and a great experience for you. Um, so, I'm, yeah, I'm just going to dive right into it because we got a lot to go- we got a lot to cover this this episode. We do. So, um, Browns Bills, good game. Um, you know, you could kind of tell there was some hesitation going with with Allen as he was trying to kind of get out of his funk that he's been in for the you know that he was in you know previous three weeks of that game. Um, but he didn't play bad. I thought he made better decisions. You could tell he was a little hesitant, but he seemed like he got better in the second half. Uh, but but Jacoby Brissett, he actually played a great game. I actually probably should have stuck with my original bold prediction last week when we talked about how, uh, you know, I kind of just fired off 275 plus. Turns out I was right. Uh, he threw for um, 324 yards um, with 28 completions on 41 attempts. That's that's pretty good. That's like upper 60s for the percentages. Um, and then he was averaging 7.9 yards per attempt. He got three touchdown passes with no interceptions. He got sacked once, and he had a QBR of 60.8 with a rating of 116.3. I got to tip my hat to the guy. He played a great game. Uh, yeah, I think I think when he uh, when he came into it, he was really looking for the win. I, I, I know, I know. Obviously, I think every NFL team is playing to win. Uh, every Sunday, but uh, they haven't had the greatest season, uh, but it's not because of him, in my opinion. And I also think that there is uh, a big, uh, like you got to give him the credit where it's due because they, everyone kind of writes him off because he's a backup quarterback, but he's probably one of the best in the league right now, as far as being a backup QB and to put up those kind of numbers against a bills, obviously a a little bit of a, a tattered bills secondary, but, uh, for me, I thought he did a lot better than expected, and I, I give him credit. Uh, go ahead and why don't you hit us with Josh Allen's stats for the for the for that day, and uh, we'll, we'll we'll crown a winner of that of that competition. Sure thing. Uh, so Josh actually didn't even throw the ball that much. He only he only attempted twenty seven passes, and he completed eighteen of them. So that's that's two thirds of sixty six percent. Uh, he was averaging 7.3 yards per attempt. He did have a touchdown, no interceptions. God, uh, two sacks for him on the day. Um, his QBR was actually slightly higher. He was at 63.3, but his rating was lower at 100.4. Um, better as far as like decision-making goes, and the Bills did end up taking the W in that game. So clearly, even though Josh didn't have the better numbers per se, he did have, you know, the better big plays and key moments um, probably why his rating was slightly or his QBR rather was slightly better, but I I still think you have to give the crown to Jacoby on this one. He just, I mean, balled out. Yeah. You know, uh, I'll I'll, I'll agree with you because we have to, we have to agree in order to give a crown out. So uh, we'll we'll give him the crown today. Uh, Not that I want to, Uh, I will credit the bills though, for uh, a good game plan going into Cleveland are going into this Cleveland game 
because uh, they took a lot off of Josh's shoulders and it shows in the numbers because the run game was working so well. Uh, Josh almost didn't have to throw as much. They didn't ask as much from Josh as you're nor- as we're used to seeing. So I think with that came some better stat lines uh, than his than his struggles that he that he was having before. Uh, and you know they were able to get off to it was a slow start. I'm not gonna lie. And then and then he turned it around and it was a better day. Uh, he hit throws when he needed to hit them, and the run game just took over from there, allowing the Bills to get the victory. But if it was on Josh's shoulders, I don't think it's the same game we're talking about here. So Jacoby Brissett handled, I think, the, the pressure of, of carrying a team much better than Josh did because Jacoby actually had to had to make those throws because the Bills were actually doing really well against Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. They did solid. They 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 only got hurt in like the screen game, but they kept them down on the on the rushing yards. It was it was impressive to see them bounce back from from some struggles against Cook, and then you know going with the Browns who have great running backs. They did they allow they didn't allow that to be a factor on on Sunday, and they were able to take care of business and and force them to throw. Right, and that's yeah, that's a great point because Nick Chubb carried the ball fourteen times for nineteen yards. Yeah, you just don't see Everybody, it. including us, thought that was going to be, like, the Achilles heel for the Bills. You know, and if they had any shot at winning that game, like we had talked about last week, they had to shut down the, the Cleveland Browns run game. They did. In fact, as a team, Cleveland only got 80 yards on the ground, and 29 of those came on at Jacoby Percet. So it was a great ground defense win for the Bills defense that week. They, again – Hit my hat to them because they they definitely showed up, did their homework, really locked down you know the run defense for that game and made made Cleveland throw the ball basically. Uh, yeah, exactly, and I think I think that's why they ended up being able to come out with the win because they took away what Cleveland does best. Yes, yes. Now, now like I said, Jacoby did play great, and Amari Cooper had a great game too. I think he had nine catches for like a hundred and. 13 yards it was, I think, and two touchdowns. So he he had a great game too. But, you know, it wasn't enough because clearly the Bills came out on top. And like you said, to your credit, it was largely because of the Bills rushing game, which is something else that, you know, we aren't, you know, used to seeing as fans because the rush game's kind of been, I don't want to say stagnant, but, you know, just not <laughs> as impressive because you've got Josh back there, like, throwing dimes. But, but yeah, both Singletary and Cook – rushed for 86 yards in the ground. Josh only carried the ball three times. And he only got seven yards. So when your running backs are getting most of the yards, that's a good day. Yeah. And, you know, I think really what it is too is uh, it, it that's starting to be like, – it used to just be secondary to the pass. Now, now because they're becoming such a more balanced attack, I think a lot of that has to do with Josh's elbow bothering them. Uh, they're trying not to put so much on specifically. So they're really making it in practice to, to get this really – uh, run game off the ground, so to speak, <laughs> if, that, yeah. if that makes any sense. Yeah. Well, I mean, perhaps. Uh, maybe because of that game specifically, you know, it being one of the uh, – I think it was the second game back from his elbow injury. Um, or maybe it was I, – I don't know. I can't remember exactly if it was against Green Bay or the Jets. Um, was it, it was the Jets, right? The Jets are the ones he got hurt on. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, it was the second. It was the second game, I believe. From the, okay, from all right. So, so yeah, maybe maybe his elbow was still bothering him, and that's why they shifted. Well, I mean, that's probably part of it, but I'm sure the bigger reason is because Cleveland's run defense was 
not very good going into that game, and the Bills exploited it. But um, but obviously, you know, Josh's elbow must not have held him down too much because was it four days later they're back in Detroit and he threw 42 times against the Lions and he threw for over 250 yards. So including, you know, that last final drive there where he threw what was like a 30 some 38 yard pass. I think it was to Diggs to get into field goal range. I think it actually was 40 in the air. Uh, perhaps. Yeah. Well, yeah. Cause if when he, when he dropped back, it was like roughly 10 yards. That might make sense. That might be what it was, but. Um, I don't have that specific play stat line in front of me right now, but I know it was a, it was a bomb. Yeah, yeah, and uh, if you, if we want, we can jump we can jump over to Detroit. Uh, it's funny they played both games in in that stadium, so it was almost like you know here we are, we're back again. Uh, yeah. They when we jump into that, I, I do want to say that this Thanksgiving Day was a little bit. Uh, they almost seemed uh, a little bit lethargic, you know, and I, I felt like I could tell they were jet lagged quite a bit. Uh, and not that these this Lions team isn't good because it is, uh, but the Bills defense is so beaten up at this point. Uh, I'm getting a little worried because not everyone can stay healthy at the same time. We don't have all of our starters. And th- th- I mean, this if you want to be a Super Bowl team, in my opinion, though, these are the things that you have to overcome. Uh, th- this adversity has to be. We can uh, the Bills cannot afford to let this be the end all be all, you know, of 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 the season because no one can like they can't keep everyone healthy. Uh, after this upcoming Thursday, uh, where they don't have to play, uh, or after they play the Patriots, they have quite a bit of time to to rest. Yeah, I think it's like ten or eleven days or something like that. It's uh, it might be a little bit more than that, uh, but that's perfect. They need they need the rest. Uh, they need to get healthy, especially with Von Miller being out probably most likely two weeks. Uh, that was – If we're that lucky. Was, that was something uh, – a big blow. Actually, they, they said it was a, it's a tear to – I think it's called the meniscus. Yeah, it wasn't his ACL, which is a good thing. Um, he They said that he was definitely going to be out for at least the next week or two uh, because he wants to get multiple opinions on his knee, which is smart. He should do that. Um, but first, you know – the first basically analysis from the MRI and everything is that he does not have a torn ACL. So that's good news, but he is still going to miss a couple of games and unfortunately they're division games. So they're big games, but like you said, Mike, next man up and, and a Super Bowl winning team has to fight through, fight through the injuries and fight through the adversity and be able to persevere through it. So, well, uh, he, the, only, the only plus side to this is he's not the only one that can can rush the passer. I think that AJ Klein couldn't have gotten picked up on waivers at, at a better time uh, because he he had a decent game against the Lions, and also he's a good he's a good pass rusher and a good run stopper, uh, and so he can definitely be used in a, in a blitzing capacity to put pressure on the quarterback uh, yeah. on top of you know, the guys that are in place and hopefully Greg Rousseau is coming back soon. Uh, so you, you get, you get some, uh, some firepower to try to pressure the quarterback still. And uh, Matt Milano's not a bad blitzer either. No, no, he's not. And, you know, I mean, and same thing with Edmonds too, if he comes back soon, then, but if you get, if you can get everybody else back except for Vaughn, I mean, we should be fine, but you know, we'll have to wait and see. I mean, it's another, it is a week. In between, so it's kind of like, in a way, it's kind of like normal. Like, we're going from Thursday to Thursday. But 
you know, it's still a Thursday game. And then after that, you've got a little over a week to rest up, recover, and hopefully get back some of those some of those other guys if they're not ready for the Patriots game. But and uh, back to back to Vaughn's uh, injury too. They they say uh, that he you know it's a possibility as long as it as long as it is all of what they say it is. After two weeks, he might be able to even like he might have to want to get surgery. They, they're saying he may want to get surgery at the end of the season. Um, but with the minor injury that they think it is, uh, he can still play, and they would just suggest him wearing a knee brace while he's out there. Yeah. Which, yeah. okay. I mean, that that's, I'm fine with that. Yeah. I mean, uh, I've, I've done it personally, so it's yeah. doable. Yeah, but it, So perfect. I mean, I, I think that you still, as long as you get to keep Vaughn, obviously they're not robots, so I don't, I don't want him to further hurt himself, but if he's, if he, if it's only a pain tolerance thing and he needs the brace and he's out there, I'd rather have him out there than not. Right. Right. But, um, you know, we'll have to wait for the updates on that and see how that turns out. Yeah, absolutely. We'll, we'll talk about that on the next episode. Uh, but, uh, okay, so Bills go back to Detroit. Um, what do you got for us as far as, like, how – I thought Jared Goff played well. I didn't I didn't look at the numbers, and that's why um, – That's what we okay, – yeah. uh, let's, let's hit it. He actually he actually did play pretty solid football. I will give him credit here. Um, he threw, you know, 37 attempts, completed 23 passes – for 240 yards, that's about 62%, I think a little over 62%. He's averaging six and a half um, yards per attempt, or per completion, rather. He had two touchdowns, no interceptions. He was sacked twice. He had a QBR of 78.4 and a rating of 98.9. Yeah, I mean, then, I guess about what you would expect from Jared Goff. Yeah, yeah. Um, the one thing I will say is his, uh, you know, his – QBR and his rating were better than Josh in this game. Um, Josh went 24 for 42, which is about 57% uh, for 253 yards. So kind of funny that um, they were pretty even there, averaging six yards per per uh, completion, two touchdowns. He did get an interception, but, I mean, it was a tipped ball, so I don't necessarily blame Josh for that. It's kind of just, you know, it's that, sometimes that way. Yeah, that and, he wasn't um, it wasn't as bad as some of his other ones. That was like right. Yeah, I mean, should he probably have gotten the ball a little bit higher? Yeah, but at least like that wasn't just missing the the clear like defender and coverage and throwing it right to him or whatever it was. Yeah, and he had a guy. And, yeah, I was gonna say, and then, and I can't remember. I think it was Gabe Davis, but he was open. Yeah, yeah. So, so it just so yeah, it just happened to turn out the way it did, and it is unfortunate, but it 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 is what it is. Um, but to finish this stat line real quick, he had a QBR of 70.1 and a rating of 80.8. So it's, it's pretty close. Um, but because the bills were able to pull out the W and because Josh led the final winning drive with that, that, that bomb to digs perfectly set up. And then a couple of little, you know, runs and scrambles just to get that that those few yards closer for Tyler Bass to kick the game winning field goal. I'm giving I'm giving the crown back to Josh on this one. I think he earned it. Yeah, I think on Thanksgiving Day as well. He he earned the Turk Ducket if you want if you want my opinion. <laughs> uh and uh yeah I think he gets the crown uh on this uh he gets it back. So he gets his rightful crown back. Uh and I think that he showed poise when it mattered and that pass the digs is exactly why uh, there, the Bills are still uh, a team that you don't want to, you can't leave any time on the clock. Uh, no, for, for it was actually, it, it was actually really nice because uh, it was the first time, like, uh, you know, 
that the Bills, I think, had less than a minute to put points on the board to either win a game or tie a game in several, it's on like a couple of seasons. But it was awesome to see because it's like, all right, well, Kansas City can do it. Let's see if we can. Well, the, I think they, they pulled it off against they, – they put uh, the, the the Vikings into overtime uh, almost – Oh, well, yeah, time. yeah, but there was a little over a minute left in the clock for that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, but, so. yeah exactly. Less than a minute to go, uh, and the Bills are just like, oh, we can – Josh just comes out in the – I, I, I wish I knew what the conversation was in that huddle. Like, we got yeah. – like, not, not only that, but as soon as that one – that first play where he threw the bond to Diggs, as soon as that play was done and they called the timeout – there was 13 seconds left on the clock, Mike. Perfect. And and they they, they knew exactly – once they had that, I, I felt a very uh, – I was nervous at first, and then I had a, a, like a confidence got, got installed in me after. He he just showed great confidence in his throw. He saw Diggs, got him, put it on the money, and, you know, Diggs does what he does. And especially I thought what was more impressive was how Diggs caught that and got hit as he caught it. Oh, he got, he got hit hard, too. And then he was able to spin his body around and get the yards needed to just be in field goal range in case, just in case, you know, the next couple plays, they don't get any closer, you know. Yeah. And uh, and so that was well played with their timeouts that they needed. Uh, and the time management, I can't say enough because what was, what was great about them pulling that off is there's a mistake that the Lions made uh, that almost – if they wouldn't have – uh, called timeout uh, earlier in the game for some, whatever reason, there wouldn't have been those 40-some seconds left on the clock uh, for the Bills to work with. Yeah. Yeah, I th- but, you know, I, it it is what it is. I mean, Dan Campbell's not like a rookie coach, but he's still kind of new to being a coach. I, mean, I think it's he's his like- second season or, so- or third season or something like that. So he's he's figuring things out. He'll he'll get better with that. I, I, mean, I, was, I was actually impressed with the Lions. I thought they played a great game. Um, but you know, obviously I'm biased and I wanted the bills to win. So it was a good thing that that happened, but, um, but you're right. And and honestly, I'm kind of glad that this game was a quick turnaround from the Cleveland game because Josh needed the continuance. Like he, he stopped, you know, what he, I guess what he was doing in, in the green Bay game and the jets game. And making those like critical mistakes. See, he like he was hesitant a little bit, but he started coming alive against Cleveland. And then very quick turnaround. He's back in Detroit. It was also kind of nice that it was the same field because he's already warmed up and used to it. And he's going right out there. And he's and we saw basic. We see you, you can definitely tell Josh is coming back. Like it was kind of a slow start again with him, but second half he really turned it up. And of course he led the team to the game winning kick. But it was I, I thought it was pretty good. Pretty awesome that it was a quick turnaround just to help continue his quote unquote hot streak from Yeah, but like so I wanna dive into really quick before we jump over to uh headed to uh New England. Um is the the fact that I I still though I, in my opinion I still think his elbow is hurting man and I, I know because like there's these throws that he normally makes that just aren't they don't have the same finesse that he had coming into uh, like the beginning of the season. Like there's a couple that if he just gets it down a little bit, uh, he threw one to Knox that was so high and then Knox caught it, but he had to like climb the ladder to get it. Then he got it. By the time he got down with the ball, turned around, tried making something out of that catch. Uh, you know, yeah. he's already getting met by a defensive back, you know? And yeah. Yeah. And, and it wasn't, that he, that wasn't the only time either. Cause I remember the player talking about, but there was also a couple of like just 
easy screens basically that he just either overthrew it, underthrew it, led too far, threw too far behind, like plays that you look and you're like, Josh, you got come on, man. That's a that's a six yard dump off, basically. Yeah, it's, it's, it's got to get cleaned up over the stretch, and I think some of it is just the angle of those throws that they require, and and that hurts his elbow. And then – Yeah, and that's – yes, that's probably what it is. But You know, so hopefully it, as time goes and he can, like, heal. The problem with it is, is that he's going to have to throw in practice too. It's not like he just can stop throwing. So right. I, I don't know. Right. I don't know what they do, how you handle an injury, injury like this. This is, this is new territory. I think for all of us, because it's, it's all in his throwing arm and it's in his throwing elbow. And now he has to, you know, uh, just, it's basically pain tolerance is what he was told. So, and he's just battling through it. Yeah. I, well, the I one guess thing- I Go ahead. I was say the one thing though is this isn't the first time he's hurt that elbow because he did it I think back uh, in college. So he at least has some experience with this and knows how to, I guess, address it, nurture it, do what he can to you know make it better. Whether that's through physical therapy, just icing it, whatever the remedy is to to get his elbow back to 100. Uh, percent I. To your point, it, it's possible that it's not going to be 100% for the remainder of the season just because of how much he's got to use it, especially with game times and, and like you said, too, in practices. But you're right. Maybe maybe they've had to adjust how they how the Bills have run practice, at least in terms of Josh, just because they don't want to wear his arm out before the game. So they're probably throwing the ball a little bit less. Maybe they are focused. I mean, at least it's starting to show anyways that they seem to be focusing a little more on the run game and getting the, getting the backs like – some production because kind of need them, especially if Josh is only going to be able to throw for, you know, 30 attempts a game or so, depending on how his arm feels that week. And not only that, it can only come up with a couple hundred yards passing. So, and and again, not to fast forward too much into the new England game, but New England's defense is a team that that the Bills are going to have to throw against. Yeah. I mean, Devin Devin Singletary is doing a great job uh, at, at, you know, taking chunk, like getting those chunk runs or, or at least, you know, uh, when the bills do a great job of calling a run play when the defense isn't ready for it. And, and Singletary is making the most of his carries in my opinion, but the, these have been against defenses that aren't the greatest against the run. Uh, and, you know, I think the lions actually have the lat, like they're the worst defense in the league 32nd and the Browns struggle against the run also, but, and that's, and that's good. That's, that's good coaching to know, uh, the weakness of your opponent, uh, but you're saying that the that the New England Patriots their their defenses do they they do well against the run? Uh, they do better. Um, like I watched, I don't usually watch the Patriots games, but I did happen to catch the one last night, and their run defense was pretty solid. They only held Dalvin Cook. I think it was like 42 yards. I, I pull it up. Um, just give me two seconds here. Yeah, 22 carries, 42 yards for Dalvin Cook. So the Bills, I don't think, are going to be that fortunate on the ground this game. Um, now, granted, different team, different scheme, different play calling. You never know. Besides, you never a breakout run could happen here and there, and, and the Bills end up getting a 60-yard rushing touchdown or something like that. But in all likelihood, the Bills are going to have to rely on Josh Allen's arm to get him, to get him, you know, in the end zone because New England's defense, like just watching Justin Jefferson out there. They got torched. Their secondary was it had no answer for Jefferson, kind of like how the Bills had no answer when the when they played the Vikings. But 
Adam Thalen had a pretty good game too. So if you can get Diggs and, and uh, Gabe Davis there on that one-two punch to set up great plays, crossing routes and all that stuff, because it, it seemed like the Vikings did a lot of crossing routes too, and Jefferson just ate it up, ate it up. He had another great game. So uh, Yeah, I, I watched a little bit of that game myself, uh, and so I, I thought the same thing, you know, and, and Justin Jefferson and, and, and Kirk Cousins just seemed to be doing everything they can uh, to just be one of the number one connections in the league now. I mean, they just – Week in and week out, you know, he just – Kirk puts it on him. Even if he's, if he's double covered and he gives him a chance to make a play and he just does it. Uh, and yeah. I saw it a couple times uh, yesterday. And, okay, I'll give Kirk credit, so too. So, hopefully, the Bills can the needle. Also. Yeah, yeah, he's he's playing well. Uh, and so, if Josh can if Josh can get back to, to total Josh form or, you know, just get work through the pain – and, you know, put on a performance like we're used to and just find digs when it's needed. I, you know, uh, I think you game plan almost all day to where it's you're just going to scheme digs open. And if you don't, you got all, plenty of things underneath with uh, with Isaiah McKenzie and Gabe Davis on the on on the on the switch end of it. Uh, but one person that I have not seen that I would love to see play is uh, Shakir. I don't understand why they haven't tried to get that kid more touches. Yeah, um, I agree. I, I think the kid's got a lot of talent. I think he's got a lot of potential, and I think he deserves to be on the field. Um, but I don't know. For whatever reason, I mean, McKenzie did have a pretty good game. In fact, he was the, the you know the team's receiving leader for against the Lions. He had like 96 yards on six catches and a touchdown. So that's that's he had a great game. Yes. Um, but you're right. I mean – Perhaps it's it's possible the Bills just haven't really needed Shakir to be out there. I mean, it, would it be great to see him out there? Of course. And honestly, he might be needed against the, the Patriots. But for right now, I mean, they've won the last two games. And he, I know he hasn't gotten a lot of targets or, or really playing time, but hasn't really been needed. All right. Well, you know what? We're going to get down to the, the we're going to just dive right into the Bills and uh, Bills versus New England. I mean, we already kind of started talking about it. Uh, yeah. You know, um, Mac Jones, he had a solid game against Minnesota. You can't say he didn't. I think he, that he did play well when he was when they, they did a lot of what was asked of him, and he gave some of his guys a chance to make a play on the ball. And I, I think that really who we need to pay attention to with the Bills' defense should focus on is uh, Hunter Henry. Uh, he had uh, yeah. a game, and he's one of his favorite targets, and he's proved, proven why because he made some, some very contested catches, uh, and he's a big guy. Yeah, and yeah, it's Hunter Henry is clear. I think Mac Jones is favorite target. I mean, I know he likes to throw to Jacoby Myers and Devontae Parker, but but Hunter Henry had a great game. Uh, not that those other two guys didn't either. They had pretty solid games as well. And Mac Jones played great. In fact, he's kind of on a hot streak himself right now because the last two games Mac Jones has thrown for 628 yards. So he's bouncing back from a pretty sluggish start. But – um, again, within the last five games, the Patriots are, are uh, three and two, losing to the Vikings and losing to the Bears. So they did beat the Jets twice and they beat Indy. But you know, I mean, they're uh, they're they're kind of every team in the AFC East right now, in my opinion, is good. So you can't sleep on them. You got to prepare for them. And based on what I saw versus the Patriots Vikings game, you got to throw against them. Do you have Matt Jones' stat line against Minnesota? I do actually. Um, so 
last night, Mac Jones, he went 28 for 39. So that's that's actually close to 70%. I want to say it's like 68. Um, he was averaging 9.8 yards per per attempt. Uh, he had two touchdowns, no interceptions. He was sacked three times. His QBR was a 56.3, but his rating was a 119.8. So, um, and he threw for 382 yards. Okay. I mean, again, it's Minnesota secondary. That's not the greatest, but, uh, right. But, right. and, and I mean, it's not going to be, uh, it won't be a cakewalk for the bills defense either, because I mean, again, like I said, that we, we, that the bills have injuries everywhere. Uh, and you got rookies out there playing corner. So, uh, the Bills are going to have to put pressure on Mac Jones, uh, and then Josh Allen is going to have to have a good day uh, on offense. That is for sure. Um, what do you? Uh, so, what do you think coming into this? Who's who's going to come out on top? Uh, we do this every week. Who's coming out on top? What's the score? Do you think? And uh, yardage wise, you know, who's who's doing what? Well, um, the Bills have to come out on top. There's there's no. So I'm going. I'm going to. I'm going to pull for them because. They have to. This is a needed win. The Bills cannot take a third loss in the division. So that being said, I think Josh is going to have to throw for 300-plus yards this game. I think it's going to happen, too. I think this is going to be the first 100-yard game because his elbow got tweaked. And um, I think he's going to throw for over 300, and I think he's going to throw for three touchdowns. And score, I think, is going to be – I'm going to go 30 to 30 to 26. 30 to 26. How many yeah. uh, the yards that you thought Matt Jones was going to hit? Uh, Mac Jones, he's been on a hot streak. And given the, you know, condition that the Bills defense in, is in, especially the secondary in terms of injuries, uh, you know, I think he's going to throw for 250-plus yards. I think he's going to have two touchdowns. I do think that the Bills defense is going to get an interception on him, though, because this, despite not having Von Miller – I still think the Bills are going to get pressure on Mac Jones. I think they're going to force him to make a mistake. And in the past, the Bills have just seemed to have Mac Jones' number. So I think that – I think he'll have a solid game, but I don't think he's going to have, like, a super hot game. And uh, – What's up? How about Josh? Uh, Josh over for three. I, mean, I think he's going to throw for 300 yards and three touchdowns. Three touchdowns. Any interceptions? No. Okay. All right. Uh, so, uh, is that all you want to put out there? Yep. Okay. All right. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna agree with you. I think Mac Jones is gonna definitely do 250 yards. It's just. I think it's inevitable at this point with what you can expect uh, because of the fact that they had. You know, the the Bills just have. They just don't have everybody out there that you'd like to see. You know, Micah Hyde being out for the season. Trey White's on a pitch count. You're still working with uh, rookies, and you know, Dane Jackson just isn't living up to the hype that I that I was putting out there in the beginning of the season. He he yeah. he, play, he played well for a good stretch, uh, but I think some quarterbacks have got him figured out. Where this guy just does not get his head around. He just doesn't turn around when the ball's there. He's in position, but he doesn't turn around. You you can't. You can't make a play on the ball if you're not looking for it. So, yeah. uh, you know, he has to get better at that. That has to improve. Otherwise, I think he's going to lose playing time. You're going to see Benford in there, and hopefully Elon can come back at some point. Um, well, Elon was back last game. Perfect. So, so yeah. with Elon being back, you know, maybe, you know, you end up going with Benford, Elon, and White mixed in there. But Dane Jackson has to get better. Uh, but I'm kind of I'm, – I'm jumping off track. I'll get right on to the quarterbacks. Uh, 
it, I think that Mac Jones, again, like I said, 250 yards just because of all that that I just mentioned. And, yeah, two, t- two touchdowns. I'm going to go with two interceptions. Uh, the Bills create some turnovers, some clutch turnovers too. Uh, maybe the maybe they're about to you know get into scoring range or they are in scoring range. Uh, the Bills do a really good job with their zone defense, uh, making the field smaller as you get into the red zone uh, and and causing the mistakes to be made. Uh, and I also think he's going to get sacked quite a bit. Uh, they they I think they have a decent offensive line, but the best part about this is that Ed Oliver is doing fantastic now that he's back and he's full strength. They got yeah. Jordan Phillips up in the middle there too, and and some of these other guys are showed pretty good, did a pretty good job at putting pressure on the quarterback uh, last night, uh, you know, or yesterday against the the Lions, and I think that continues. So, uh, just because Von's out doesn't mean he's not out there coaching, you know, during practice. So I think they're going to be able to put some pressure on him, create some turnovers. Josh, on the other hand, I don't think this is going to be a, a, a so I'm not looking. I'm no longer looking for a bounce back performance from him. What I want is what they've already been doing, and that's taking the load off the shoulders and uh, putting it on other players uh, and and balancing their attack so that it's not they're not asking everything of Josh to to get the win. Uh, I want what they did in Cleveland, where uh, they, he hands it off quite a bit if it's working, and Singletary does his thing when needed. Uh, you mentioned that Cook only got like 43 yards. Sometimes that's all you really need out of your running back, depending on how well you're passing the ball. So if if all of that Singletary does is get like 50 to 60 yards rushing, uh, but it's key runs, you know, six yards here, seven yards here, or an eight-yard run on first down, so then it's easy it's easy to stay ahead of the chains. Uh, and we sprinkle, his, sprinkle him in in the pass game like we've been doing, where you kind of just dump it off to him. Uh, I'm happy with that too. Keep him involved. Keep them honest so they have to come up, you know, and then Josh can maybe hit digs on, on some decent mid middle to deep routes. Uh, Gabe Davis also, and, you know, with some Isaiah McKenzie in there once in a while. And and get Dawson Knox going. Oh, my God. I just want to see him. <laughs> I want to see him catch some footballs. I, 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 I don't know if he's just not open or what, but, like, get look for 88 once in a while. Uh, well, I'm sure that – I'm sure – the Bills either on the plane ride back, depending on what time it was, or after they got home, watched that game and saw Hunter Henry or not Hunter Henry saw rather TJ Hawkinson had a pretty solid game against the the Patriots defense. So, hey, maybe 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 this is the week that Knox shows up and and gets I don't know six seven catches for seventy yards and a touchdown. Who knows? But um, yeah, so, yeah. So, so like I said, I would like to see him get involved too. Yeah, exactly. thank you, thank you. Uh, and I think um, my uh, my take though here is that all right. So I don't, I still want to see Josh have to carry the team. So I'm saying 250 yards, uh, three touchdowns because you know he just he's he's able to find digs maybe twice. Uh, Gabe Davis and then hell I'll throw I'll throw a Knox touchdown in there as well. Um, and then uh, so three touchdowns. I'm gonna say one interception uh, until he until he just stops with that whole thing. Like I know that this last one, we can't really blame it on him. Yeah, the defense, the D lineman got the hand on it, but he just he's just been on a streak of throwing it to the other team, and I wanted to stop, but I'm gonna call him out on it. He's gonna it's gonna throw an interception, and I'm just gonna expect it at this point until he stops doing it. And so three touchdowns, sure. one interceptions. Bills still win, uh, and they win by 10, 31 21. Okay, all right. <laughs> I buy it. All right. I think, it's, I think it's a pretty good. I think it's a pretty good guess. Um, the only reason why I kind of threw twenty six out there for the Patriots is because for some reason the last like three or four games we've just seen some weird number 
finishes. Yeah. Like, yeah. And people that are people that are like at home sitting with their like uh, you know their game squares or whatever that they bet on, and they're thinking that they're good with like a zero and a one or like a seven and a and a one or something. Or like, what is going on? Why? What is this five and eight nonsense? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you've been the better. You've been the better guesser. You've been the better guesser on the on the scores. So so uh, you, you might you might nail it again. So. So I don't know. I, I'm starting to trust you. <laughs> but well, uh, I, I honestly I can't remember what I guessed for the. I, I know I was close with Cleveland. I wasn't. I think I was off by four points with the Bills and. Still not bad. Yeah, and unfortunately I didn't get a chance to guess the, the Bills Lions game because of how everything worked out. But that's I mean whatever that's fine. Um, we'll see we'll see how this turns out. I definitely would rather see your score than mine, but. I appreciate it. Yeah, ten point, ten point victory is pretty good. Pretty good win, actually, uh, especially yeah. against the division rival. Uh, but all right, guys, uh, that is that is all we have uh, for QB sneak. Thanks for tuning in because again, this is like a, we covered three games in, in one conversation, and that's 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 not easy to do. I'm glad everyone stuck with it. Um, uh, my, again, my name is Mike Shimberski. You can find me on the pregame show with Anthony Sauscon. Uh, and Dan Kelly's kind of moved on, did his own thing with uh, with. Conflict of interest. Make sure you guys catch that show. It's a great show. Him and Keem Richards, uh, King, uh, they they do they do a great show as well. Um, and like I said, pregame show. Make sure you catch it. Uh, this time it'll be uh, another Thursday night game, so most likely six o'clock p.m. Uh, and then right here on QB Sneak uh, with me as always, Addison Shumagala. Uh, go ahead, man. You you always put out your credentials, uh, and and he loves to talk shop. Take it away. Yeah, thanks, Mike. I appreciate it. Um, absolutely. You know, anytime, hit me up. My Twitter, if you're watching, is right here on the screen. Uh, if you are listening on a, you know, an app like a podcast service on, you know, Spotify or whatever, uh, my Twitter is S A S Z U M I G A L A. That is it. No numbers. Thank you again, everybody, for tuning in. I know we threw a lot at you this week because of the, you know, the condensed timeline that we had. Um, but we look forward to to seeing you back next week. And as always, go Bills. Go Bills. Wow.